Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the San Jose State Spartans, who last season went 7-5 and 5-3 and and in the Mountain West. A, a decent season for the Spartans um, that... Towards the end of the year, they had a tragic death of a of a player on their roster. Such a just terrible situation there. So one of their games was canceled. Um, they were able to respond uh, pretty well as a team moving forward after that. But still, just a tragic situation there. Um, but the Spartans again uh, have return a very talented quarterback, um, some talented pieces offensively. They do lose some key pieces defensively. Uh, but this could be arguably the top offense in the conference. And uh, if they're able to address key departures on defense, uh, they could be a, a sleeper in, in the Mountain West. This this is a team that tends to, when they're a dark horse, like, like they could be this year, tends to fare pretty well. Um, diving into the breakdown now, the Spartans play at SefQ Stadium. Uh, formerly known as Spartan Stadium, uh, it's going over an extensive renovation that is hopefully going to be completed by the start of this season. It's going to be the crown jewel of the Mountain West, just a beautiful, beautiful atmosphere um, that they're that they're creating there that's going impl- to do so much for this football program uh, moving forward. I- I'm really excited to see how beautiful it's going to be. And then excited to eventually get out there for a game as a stadium traveler myself uh, always love 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 to get to all and every stadium in the fbs and that's one that i'm really looking forward to in the future uh diving into now a coach on the rise within the program and going with wide receivers coach passing game coordinator eric scott who uh joined the staff here in uh in 2021 and uh has had a uh very interesting uh, career. Um, served as a uh, intern at, uh, well, first off, s- uh, served in seven seasons at Crenshaw High School. Um, then went to, uh, went to UCLA as an intern in 20, 2006. Wide receivers coach at UCLA in 2007. Uh, head coach at Centennial High School in Compton from 08 to 09. Uh, 10 through 11, he was offensive coordinator at Jordan High School in Long Beach, offensive coordinator at Hamilton High School in L.A. in 2012, uh, and then went on to uh, Los Angeles High School as the head coach 2014 through 16, then served as a wide receivers coach at Nevada um, 2017 through 2020 before coming to San Jose State here. It was the named uh, L.A. City Section Coach of the Year in 2014 and 2016, so an extensive career as a high school coach in L.A. and that surrounding area, but has also served at multiple stops as a wide receiver coach and now passing game coordinator here at San Jose State. Obviously, his connections to the L.A. area are, are big for every program that he is a part of, um, but now uh, taking on the passing game coordinator role here at San Jose State with the fantastic quarterback in Chevon Cordero, uh, could be really, really exciting to see what uh, what transpires here. So shifting to the schedule now, 
The Spartans open up week zero at USC, and I know a lot of people are looking at this as a guaranteed W for USC, but San Jose State's going to put up a fight, and they're going to be a much better competition than I think people realize for USC. Um, Obviously, USC with the pieces that they have back, number one being returning Heisman Trophy winner quarterback um, uh, Williams, but at the same time, they they got to prepare for this pretty darn good offense at San Jose State themselves. So it's going to be a good test. And then Sunday, uh, September 3rd, um, on CBS, San Jose State's going to have their home opener against Oregon State. Big opportunity for them to, to display their brand new stadium, or I should say the brand new renovated stadium and how uh, beautiful that would be against a very good Pac-12 foe in Oregon State. So opening up back-to-back Pac-12 games. Then they host Cal Poly. They go to Toledo, host Air Force on a Friday night, go to Boise State, go to New Mexico, host Utah State, go to Hawaii, host Fresno State, host San Diego State, and then go to UNLV. Good opportunity there for the Spartans in Mountain West play. Uh, interesting that they play, uh, the, the, a lot of the uh, media people are picking Air Force and Boise State to be the top two teams in the Mountain West. They open Mountain West play with those two. So we'll, we'll learn pretty quickly how good this San Jose State team is uh, with that schedule there. So exciting to see that opportunity going to Toledo, who won the MAC last year. That's going to be a really good test. Then, of course, like I said, two Pac-12 teams to open the year. So very, very interesting schedule there uh, to see where they stand moving forward. Uh, diving into the breakdown now, position by position, starting offensively, Quarterback Chevon Cordero returns, and he may be the best quarterback in the Mountain West. He was a second-team All-Mountain West performer last season and threw for 3,251 yards, which led the conference. 23 touchdowns and only six interceptions. He also ran for nine touchdowns. He was the second-leading rusher for the Spartans last season. He has a lot of confidence and experience. Of course, comes in. He transferred in last season from Hawaii, where he was uh, an All-Conference performer as well Um, so uh, coming to a conference foe uh, and doing some great things like he did last year Uh, the Spartans may have added their QB of the future in Oregon transfer Jay Butterfield but of course he will wait his turn behind Cordero Uh, the running back room returns Kyrie Robinson and there's a there's hope that he can become that consistent threat running the football the Spartans also added Quali Conley from Utah Tech who averaged nearly six yards per carry last season. And head coach uh, Brent Brennan uh, believes that he, meaning Conley, could be the missing piece this unit needs. So two quality backs there that should complement each other pretty well. Uh, The receiving core uh, returns quality weapons and wide receivers, Justin Lockhart and Charles Ross, along with tight ends, uh, Dominic Maziati and Sam Olson. They have a really good group of tight ends. They should have some really good success getting the ball to those guys. Watch out for former quarterback turned wide receiver Nick Nash to have a breakout season. He, he had a pretty decent season last year, but I expect him to do some really good things this year, along with wide receiver Isaac Jernigan. The offensive line returns a plethora of experienced players. Anthony Pardue, Kai Davison, Maris Tavallo, Tyler Orstrom, Jamie Navarro, Malik Williams, Fernando Cormano, and uh, James McNorton all have great experience. And then watch out for Jake Steele uh, as a breakout candidate here. So 
should be a really talented offensive line. And like I said, I'm excited to watch this offense. I think they could be the best in the Mountain West, rivaling Boise State uh, for the, for that nod. They're just going to be, I think they're going to be really, really good this year. Uh, shifting to the defense now, the defense loses two former Mountain West Conference Defensive Player of the Years in uh, Vilami Fohaka and Cade Hall, both on the defensive line. Several key JUCO additions will play big roles here. And then defensive ends Trey Smith, Noah Lavolo, and uh, Sone Tayo have experience, as does nose guard Jay Kagvia. Uh, the departure of Kyle Harmon does hurt the linebacker room, but the cupboard isn't bare here at the, at the linebacker position. Brian Parham, Elijah Wood, Matthew Tuggo, Jordan Cobbs, and Ethan Powell have experience. And then Juco transfers provide solid depth here at the linebacker position. The secondary returns three of four starters. Cornerbacks Kenyon Reed, Michael uh, Dansby, and Elijah Gidry have experience. Then the additions of uh, DJ Harvey from Virginia Tech and Javion Cole from Kyle Poly provide good depth at cornerback. And then safeties Trey Jenkins, Chase Williams, and Andrew Jenkins provide a punch at that position as well. Should be a really good secondary, which is good in the predominantly pass-happy Mountain West Conference. Shifting to special teams now, punter Alex Weir returns and will build off of last season. The kicking position will see a battle between returner uh, Taryn Sheave and Hawaii transfer Kyler Horanson. I expect Horanson to get the job, it seems. Final analysis now. This is my opinion of the Spartans heading into the season. Uh, the Spartans could be the Mountain, could be the best Mountain West Conference offense. Um, like I've said, if the defense is able to address key departures, then San Jose State could replicate their surprise 2020 Mountain West Championship run. This is the dark horse candidate in the Mountain West Championship race. I, I firmly believe that that this team can challenge in the Mountain West. They this. This offense is going to be really good. Whenever you have the best quarterback in the conference, you're going to have a shot, especially with the talent that they have around him. And, yes, the defense loses key pieces on the defensive line and at linebacker. But I think that what they've been able to do recently with uh, the great production that they've had, and it's built uh, really good depth. So I think that they're going to be able to come out and uh, produce some really good talent here. And the secondary is going to be really good. The linebacking core has has really good depth. And the defensive line, yes, they're going to need some Juco guys to really step in and provide help right away. But they still have some returners who have been there and done that. So they should be able to uh, sustain enough there as everyone develops. Again, starting off with two Pac-12 teams, though, of course is difficult. But at the same time, it's a great opportunity for them, especially with one of those being at home. On national television, it's going to be huge. Great opportunity for them to really make some noise early on and, and prove to the rest of the Mountain West, like, hey, we are here and we're not going anywhere. So hope everybody enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Uh, please like, subscribe, if you ever listen to the podcast. Get the podcast Twitter account, follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.